0: welcome to the grace capital city podcast we are a community of jesus followers located in washington dc working to see god's kingdom come through worship family and justice for more information about our church go to gracecapitalcity.com but in the meantime we hope you enjoy this week's message My name is uh, Holly. I'm the associate pastor here. Thanks, bud. Hand it up for John. John Docker. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, we kind of joke, but I think that there's actually, you know, there's a truth component to that when you put keys behind you, you just like feel the spirit, right? You know, you know? Um, well, hey, I I just uh, had really a, a story on my heart uh, before we get to our main event. As Pastor Chris said, this is not permanent decor, but we're very excited to have this here. Um, yeah, I just, uh, the Lord just kept bringing to mind uh, a conversation that um, we can find in Uh, the Gospel of John, or the Book of John, if you want to turn there. Uh, We're going to be mainly in uh, Chapter 3, and I'm going to go ahead and let you know that there are times I'm going to read it as it appears in my Bible, and then there are going to be times you're going to get a little Holly paraphrase. All right, I think both are good. Um, But yeah, I just really felt like Like before we get to baptisms and celebrating all together, I just felt like the Lord was like, "I just let's leave some room for a pause, okay? That no matter if you would not call yourself a follower of Jesus, you're you have questions. You kind of like what you hear about the guy, but you know you're just not there yet, or you have been a follower of Jesus your entire life. We have all of us on that spectrum here in this room." And I really believe the Lord has a specific word for each and every one of us through this story. Ready to dive in? Yeah? Okay, so um, Jesus has been speaking and teaching in the synagogues in Jerusalem. And uh, we get this conversation that he has with a man named Nicodemus. I'm going to call him Nick, okay? I like nicknames. If I give you a nickname, it's not because I don't like your real name. It is a sign of affection if I give you a nickname, okay? So we have Jesus speaking with Nick, all right? Nick is a Jewish religious leader. He's also a Pharisee. Nick is very, very familiar with the law, all right? He is very familiar with the things that you are supposed to do and not do, okay? Jesus is speaking in the synagogues, and he hears these these messages and teachings that Jesus has for us. And then picking up in verse two, after dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus, rabbi, teacher. He said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you, all right? Miraculous, supernatural, He's already, like, he's seeing these things, okay? Jesus replies, Nick, let me tell you something. That was Holly. I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, if you've just gone up to someone and said, I know God is with you because of these miraculous signs. This is awesome. You're complimenting Jesus, and Jesus says, "Okay, well, I've actually got something else to tell you. Uh, unless you are born again, you will not see the kingdom of God." Cool, 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 cool. Okay. So Nick says, <clears throat> "Sorry, what was that? What'd you? I, I, how does an old man?" How he describes himself, not how Holly describes him. How does an old man get into his mother's womb and is then born again? Fair question, right? I think that's a fair question from Nick here. And so surely Jesus is about to explain how this happens, right? That's how this works. Jesus replied, and y'all, there's in... In the Bible, it's got Jesus replied in a comma. And in between the comma and what he actually says, I just imagine Jesus like leaning into his conversation with Nick, right? He's getting just a little bit closer with Nick because he really, really wants him to get this. Nick, listen. I assure you that no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water naturally and spirit, supernaturally. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, and just as you hear the wind, but you can't tell where it comes from or where it's going, so you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. Jesus, how are people born of the Spirit? That's what Nick says, right? Jesus' reply, I can't explain it to you. But it's just as real, and it's the only way to enter into the kingdom of God. How, how are these things possible, Nick asks. And Jesus replies, you are a respected Jewish teacher, and yet you don't understand these things? How can you possibly believe me? If I don't, if you don't believe what I tell you about the earthly things, how can you possibly believe me if I tell you about the heavenly things? Listen, lean in. No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man must, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snake on a pole in the wilderness. So the son of man must be lifted up so that everyone, everyone, look at me, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this, this right here, if we hear nothing else, for this is how God loved the whole world, that he sent his one And only son, so that everyone, say everyone. So that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save it through him. There is no judgment against anyone who believes in him but anyone who does not believe in him has already been judged. And the judgment is based on this fact. God's light came into the world, but people loved the darkness more than the light for fear that their sins would be exposed. All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, but those who do what is right come to the light so that... Others can see that they are doing what God wants. And then Jesus and his disciples left Jerusalem, went into the Judean countryside. Jesus spent some time with them together and baptized them. Everyone, say everyone, everyone sins and falls short of the glory of God. Zero exceptions we love to make ourselves the exceptions, right? Self self-proclaimed woman that loves living in the gray, right? I've shared this before in a in a world of extremes of black or white, you're going to find me in the gray most of the time, okay? I need you to hear me on this. There is no gray here. The only way to enter into the kingdom of God is through faith in Jesus Christ. That's it. And there is nothing that you can do. Do we understand why that's good news? Have you ever tried for something in your life? You did everything that you knew how to do and it still didn't work out, right? Have you tried for something and you did everything you could do and then you accomplished it, but then there was something else after it, right? We know what it is to try. We know what it is to strive, especially in this town, right? Students, there is not enough A's in the world to get you in right relationship with God. There is not enough money in this world to get you in right relationship with God. And it doesn't matter where you were born. It doesn't matter your name, your ethnicity, your parents, the absence of parents your job, your salary, the title of your job, none of that will get you in right relationship with God. Only Jesus, only Jesus has made a way for that to happen. And it is only through faith in him that it does happen. And the good news, it happens. Right? Before you were born, Before anyone knew your name, before you did anything, the work was complete on the cross. The work of Jesus is finished for you to be in right relationship with God. And He loves us so much, He gave us the ability to choose, to choose Him. Over and over and over again, right? There's another guy named John, not the apostle, whose story we were just reading. John the Baptist says this about Jesus. He has come from above and is greater than anyone else. We are of the earth and we speak of earthly things, but he has come from heaven and is greater than anyone else. He testifies about what he has seen and heard but how few believe what he tells them? Anyone, say anyone, anyone who accepts the testimony of Jesus can affirm that God is true, for he is sent by God. He speaks God's words, for God gives him the Spirit without limit. And the Father loves his Son and has put everything and everyone into his hands. And anyone who believes, in God's son has eternal life. That is the good news. Before we talk about baptism, that's the good news for each and every one of us, that he's here. He's made a way for us to be in right relationship with him, the one who created us, the one who knows us, the one that has dreams and plans for us that are good even if sometimes it's hard for us to see those dreams or it's hard for us to hear. Maybe for some of us, we've actually gotten so used to living in the dark and our eyes have adjusted, so we've justified it, that it's light and it's not. Only God is light. He is for you. He has paid a price for you. And he loves you more than you could ever ask for or imagine. Amen. So baptism is not a qualification for entering into the kingdom of God, right? It is only Jesus. But it is, maybe you've heard this phrase or heard it described this way, it's this outward expression of an inward faith, right? And it's this, it's this reflective expression, but it's also this prophetic act. And what I mean by that, it is this action that we take to join in with the promises still to come, Right? It is reflecting that as we are submerged, that we are joining with Christ in death. It is us saying, yes, I believe the work that Jesus did on the cross is done. And I am dying to my old self. I'm dying to my old ways. I'm dying to the old uh, temptations. All of that is gone in the name of Jesus. And that when we come up from the water, that we are rising with Christ. And we are standing as a new creature alive, fully alive in the name of Jesus. Amen? That's baptism. That's why we're celebrating, because the work is finished, and the kingdom of God is here, and it's coming. Yeah? Can we get on board with celebrating that? Hey, band, you can go ahead and come back up. If you are getting baptized, now is your chance to go ahead. Change clothes. Guys... I wanted to share this our celebration is not that we found a way to get to love right our celebration is that we are receiving a love that has already been given to us right that's what we're celebrating that it's not just hearing about love it's Personally, It's individually and all together. It is us experiencing love, right? And I really want us to get this. This love has never asked if you are worthy because this love has already said that you are. And if there's anyone here that is struggling with, am I worthy of Jesus? I want you to hear his answer now and forever and for your entire life is yes. I say that you are worthy. You're worthy, not because of anything that you've done, not because of anything you haven't done or anything that people have said. It's because I say that you're worthy. And that's just more good news, right? Sometimes we don't feel it even aftering to to decide to follow Jesus, right? Holy Spirit is working in our hearts and and we are forever changed and and we are learning to live. Well, what does it look like to live in this new nature? A lot of us, we have to get to know this new nature because we haven't lived in this before. And so the rest of our lives are about living this out. And sometimes, I don't know about y'all, but I mess up. I do. Always know He's right there. He's right there the whole time, and that all I have to do is just turn. It's just turn. God is love much he loved us by sending his one and only son so that we might have eternal life through him and this is real love not that we loved God first but that he loved us first friends God loved us so much so much that surely we ought to love one another maybe Maybe for you in in remembering the good news, it's not necessarily what he's done in you, but it's what he wants you to do with others and loving others well. Maybe that's the challenge tonight for you. What does it look like, God, just as you loved me first, that I can now go and love others and love them well in the name of Jesus so that all will know miraculous signs or natural wonders that God is good.